It's Thursday, it's Chillaxy Thursday, it's the Breakfast Club show with Safe and Zaza, and today we welcome back Joe from Alak Mama and Baby Care, who's talking us through part two of how to get the little ones toilet trained. Good morning, Joe, and welcome back to the show. Good morning, Zaza. How are you going with your little one? Yeah, I think we're almost there. Dare I say it? I think in terms of home, I think he's there. We haven't had accidents in just over a week. He um, He's really good and he doesn't want to wear the nappy at night now too, but we're doing baby steps at the moment. That's great. Great news. Happy to hear. Yeah. So Joe, today we're diving straight into toilet training, the next level. So adding on to what we spoke about last week. Um, yeah. Can you talk us through stage two, if we can call it that? Yes, wonderful. So what we sort of touched on last week was sort of slowly introducing children to the toilet and to the potty, the concept of washing hands and, and standing at the basin, which is probably the best part for them. They all enjoy that part. Yeah. As well as the visual approach to showing them, you know, where the contents of a soiled nappy goes. Um, and this can be done sort of roughly that one month to six months, depending um, before you wish to start. So you can go for a quick one month sort of intro before really hitting it like we are today. Or you can sort of do it for a gradual um, six months, depending on how much time you've got to, to get started. Now, the critical question always is, Joe, when is the right time to start? It definitely is. And look, on average, children, you know, probably around the two years of age is when they're often ready. Now, sometimes we say, you know, like I said last week, I do in, prefer to um, to get encourage them to start from around the 18 mark, um, 18 months of, of age, just to be able to like sort of encourage them slowly. So by the time two years of age comes, they've got the concept sort of already underway. Now, if it's not possible or if your child's not showing signs to, that they're ready, um, you know, wait until you find and you feel like they're interested. Um, and this can also often be, you know, around the two and a half. So sometimes the boys, you know, are not interested and they really prefer to wait that little bit longer. Mm. Ideally, we want them to encourage them to start, you know, don't leave it before the school starting. You know, in the UAE, we do have them going to school at around the three-year-old and they do often need to be um, fully trained by that age. So I do suggest don't leave it to the month before, you know, use that whole summer before the school is starting to really make sure that a month before school is starting, you are already sorted. Mm. Um, so, and maybe sort of wait until they're sort of actually able to verbally communicate to you. So it doesn't have to be a lot of words, but just a few words, you know, that they're actually recognizing that they're doing a wee or a poo in their nappy mm. or little things like this, or yeah. they're interested in, um, in different clothing and under, underpants and underwear and that sort of thing. Yeah. So if you were to give us a very gentle step-by-step guide, obviously taking into account everything you've just said about their own individual readiness, what would you say those steps would be? Okay, so number one is to ensure that all the necessary items are purchased and that you have everything that you require. So I suggest that you drop down like a shopping list um, and we can post this later today on, on Pearl FM and on Malak mm. um, just to let everyone know, um, you know, what are the essential items that they need. So obviously that would be a potty, um, a special child seat to go on top of the toilet, a step for the toilet and ideally a step for the sink so you're not messing around moving the, the, you know, the step from one place to the next. Mm. And training pants, which I recommended last week again with mother care, they just have a little bit of absorbency and 
they're a great one to catch a few drips. They won't hold a, a, full, yeah, a full one, yeah. but they'll at least catch a little bit. And then you can also um, get some of their favourite um, characters or different sort of coloured underwear so it makes it a bit more exciting for them. Mm. And with the training pants, I'd say don't go too big because they are quite, you know, they're sort of generous in size. Um, and when you take that nappy off, you know, their bottoms aren't actually that big. Yeah. So I think people don't realise. Um, but otherwise, plenty of wipes around the house um, at all sort of stations, yeah. <laughs> if you like. And purchase some nighttime pull-up pants. So, so the nappies that are the pull-up ones, so they actually feel like that they're actually not in the proper nappies anymore and that they are big people going into, you know, the next stage of their life, and that, if you like. So... Ideally, you want to probably just use up any of the old nappies or pass them on to a friend or use them for your other children. Mm. And you purchase ones that are good for nighttime at, that are more like a, a pull-up underpants style. Perfect. So that's sort of the first one. Second one, I would normally suggest and recommend that you put, um, uh, you know, have a, a fully set of like clothes and, and bag in the car or I guess at the moment it's more so at the front door. Mm. <laughs> Several changes of clothes, including plastic shoes, for when you do leave the house. But at this point in time, obviously, given this current situation, perhaps maybe it's an idea to have a basket or a couple of baskets around the house with wipes and changes of clothes, underpants. And definitely, I would say a good place to leave it would be the bathroom, a main station, so everyone can revert back to that station. And they know that if they have an accident, they go back there, they change their underwear, and you know they move on with the day. With Dubai being, um, and obviously um, the villas and the apartments in the UAE with the tiles, I do strongly suggest that you get them to wear uh, swimming shoes, like the little rubber plastic swimming shoes or sort of like a plastic sandal. Mm. Because if they do go and have an accident, they might actually slip and it's quite dangerous. So bare feet sometimes can be a little bit more of a sort of a danger when they are learning to go to the toilet. So clothes that are easy to come up and down, whether it's like loose fitted shorts or skirts and dresses for the girls is also recommended. And just making sure that, that, that they have um, shoes that are easy to remove and easy to wash, I should say. Yeah. I mean, we had a couple of weeks of, um, what should we call it? Repeated accidents, which I don't know if you can call them accidents after the second week. Yeah. But it sort of changed overnight, which was interesting. So it went from accident after accident to just suddenly, all right, him saying, I need to go to the toilet. I need to go to the toilet. I have a wee. I need to poo, which is really interesting. Like he just did the switch in his head and the next day he was he was happy to go. So my next question is, yes. in that instance, like how is there anything we could do to encourage them to use the toilet more or you know, to, to just nudge along the process. Yeah, and look, I mean, it's very normal and often what that the switch of the of them actually realizing what the whole concept is about is the, the connection to the brain and the, the understanding of those, you know, muscles and and just the whole concept of, I think the visual side of it is does it definitely helps them as such. So encouraging them to want to go to the toilet, obviously you might start at sort of reminding them every hour um, and usually I say definitely the first thing in, in the morning is focusing on the positive aspects and starting first thing by allowing them to, you know, choose their own underpants. And also, you know, you can say things like, 
what ones are you going to choose today? Are you going to choose the striped ones or the colored ones? Or what's your favorite character? Maybe it's some, um, you know, different characters that they have interest in, in you know, Peppa Pig, Elsa. You know, you need to use your resources yeah. during this challenge. Um, and maybe it's, you know, oh, yes, I think Marshall um, or Elsa will be so proud of you today for choosing to use the, to the toilet and using the yeah, potty. Yeah, yeah. So incorporate these characters that he they, they've got this interest in and, um, and tell them how proud you are and how proud they would be so I suggest yeah every sort of probably 30 to 60 minutes you can encourage them or say let's go and try mm. but I would also say keep an eye on them like depending on when their bowel movements are so try and encourage them obviously a little bit more often around that time and I would suggest also to read some stories or sing some songs and sit there a little bit longer mm. if you know that's usually the morning or the afternoon time frame where you know their nappy is usually soiled as well so you might be able to catch them first thing in the morning or or later in the day as such so keep those you know morning night and the middle of day and then try throughout those sort of morning and um, afternoon sessions just to get them to go more often yeah and I would say using sentences just like um let's try um why don't we let's try and use the toilet um you can also say um I'm going to go to the toilet why don't you come with mummy and you try too so there's no pressure um and sort of um I guess sort of like uh I, I sort of um I touched on it last week was, you know, making sure you turn the sink tap on and this can also trigger the urge to go. So yeah. that's a really effective way of, you know, if they are sitting on the toilet, just let it run for a little bit. And sometimes, you know, that can help as well. Um, you know, they... sorry, Joe, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you there. Funny story with sure. that one. So I, I tried that a few times with Noah. Um, Didn't work? I don't even, I don't even remember doing it. So yesterday um, he was in the bathroom with me and the roles were a bit reversed. So he goes up to the sink while mommy's on the toilet and he opens the <laughs> tap and he goes, mommy, I'll just help you wee. I'll just open the water and help you wee. So they See, definitely remember nice. it. Yeah, they yeah, remember all of it. Oh, amazing. Yeah, no, I really have seen a big, um, you know, it was a, definitely a big help with some of the little ones, but um, well, that's, that's fantastic. So I would say if they do actually succeed, um, it is really essential to literally jump up and down like you've never done before and, yeah. um, and show them like whether it's the, I always say the toilet dance or the potty dance, you know, and, yeah. and show them just how excited you are. Tell all your family, like I know you've been Skyping your parents or you've been speaking yeah, to your yeah, parents yeah. online. Just um, show them how proud you are, like get them to come and tell their um, the family or, or call daddy at work or, you know, and obviously even run upstairs and tell daddy at home. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. If they don't succeed, I guess this is also so important as well is let's just simply say to them, okay, no wee wee today or let's try next time. Let's wash our hands and we'll try again later and just move on with the day because you really want to give little attention to the, the not succeeding over the succeeding because they'll yeah. want to, they'll want to succeed if they're getting that attention from you and that excitement from you. Um, yeah. And lastly, I'd say if they, they have an accident, um, you can just say, Oh, you know, let's try again later um, and try, let's try and finish on the toilet. So you can always take them to the toilet, sit them on and see if there's anything else to go because they might say, Oh no. And they might stop halfway. So it is mm. all ideally a good idea to put them on, see if they have anything to finish and then say, okay, well, let's get dry now. Um, yeah. And it's actually quite good that you don't rush that moment of them feeling wet in their clothes because it's quite a good opportunity for them to feel 
um, just for a little bit wet and uncomfortable because that actually, you know, allows them to understand why they want to use it, why we want them to use the toilet. Um, yeah. but it's not, it doesn't feel nice. Oh, it's wet, isn't it? Oh, it's a bit yucky, you know, um, yeah. not to the degree of making them feel bad, but so they understand that it's not nice to have a wet, you know, wet underpants or yeah. wet tracks yeah. pants or shorts. So, yeah. So I think that's definitely probably the first sort of steps that you can really take to, to encourage them. Yeah. Now, when it comes to incentivizing, um, you know, with a lot of things, there's, there's lots of difference of, of opinions, I guess, on how to do it yes. the right way. So what's in your experience, what's the best way to incentivize these little bottoms um, when it comes to toilet training? And look, you know, as, as you said, it is um, often controversial. Um, I don't think there's actually any right or wrong way. It depends on every child. And, um, you know, often when you've got siblings, it can be easier because they're, they're, the older siblings can help you as well. But um, I would say a few options to increase their self-worth because at the end of the day, they really want to reach this milestone of being independent and, and really sort of, you know, being able to do things on their own. They're already taking that control. So they soon learn that, oh, wow, you know, everyone's proud of me. I can do this. So making sure that we're focusing on these areas and the key consistency is that consistency is the key, I should say. So yeah. making sure that everyone is following the same, the same sort of style, the approach of the toilet training plus the reward. And I would suggest by saying a reward chart. Now, some people suggest that it doesn't work and some parents come back and say, oh, it doesn't work for my child. But I think also just be really consistent with it. Um, you can offer some little cheaper toys or some um, some bigger toys when they have bigger results. Um, sticker books as well or storybooks, things that are also that you want to encourage them with their education. Um, you can also buy more grown-up pants. That's something that you need anyway. They won't know that it's an essential item, but they might think that, you know, their favorite character is also exciting to have big kids' pants or maybe pants like daddy or d pants like mummy or pants like big brother or sister. Yeah. So those sorts of things can be really helpful. Um, the other way is to, you know, also make the bathroom inviting. It can be a bit of, um, you know, make it exciting, decorate the, the room and make it sort of incentivizing that way by collecting sort of toys or coins in a jar every time they go. And once they've filled up the, the jar, um, perhaps they can then, you know, hand that in and, and get a toy instead. So often I say to parents, buy a few little bits and pieces, like a few, um, little toys that are educational or just they're their favorite characters. So you don't have to get something expensive. It can just yeah. be simply a little toy car, matchbox car, even um, maybe some hair ties or a, a nice bow for their hair, like little accessories and things for the girls. Um, mm. Sometimes it's just things that make them feel like they're grown up. I know you can get, um, you know, uh, uh, just, you know, like maybe it's a lip balm, but she thinks that she can yeah. be mummy and have a lipstick sort of thing. So, um, yeah. those sort of areas are really good ways without using the idea of having sugar. Now, the last one is often like a smarty or a treat. And I know it works, not so much from my opinion, but obviously clients that I've worked with have used it and you do get the result. I've tried in the past reward charts, sticker charts, some children it works. And if it doesn't, um, I have seen that the smarty for one, for we or two for poo, when they have to tell you the color of the smarty, and, and within two weeks, it's done. And they actually don't ask for the treat anymore. They just know that they can use the toilet. But sometimes yeah. if you are really struggling, it can be the last resort. Um, it's often not the, the first one that I would recommend to go to. But if you, if you aren't getting the desired results with the other options that I suggested, then yeah. obviously, you know, um, 
that's a good way of um of getting it getting it through to them and uh and mm. getting them to be uh excited <laughs> yeah i mean we used a combination i have to say we use sticker we use small toy for sort of completing the sticker chart or small little exactly. incentives to get him over hypes. And then when he completes a sticker chart or now that he seems to be completely ready at home, his dad has now ordered him a bigger toy and he jumped online and chose it. But the next phase, yeah. which we'll have to sort of approach and deal with as and when the time comes is outside of the house. So dealing with the home and, and training at home is one thing, but obviously we're all a little bit nervous to take that step of being in the car. I mean, we spoke last week about the, um, the carry potty, which is great to have in the car. It seals tight. So you won't have any spillage or smells, but in terms of the training side of it, what would you say are things to consider when starting to venture outside of the house? Yeah, exactly. So when we do sort of have this bit more freedom on our hands is definitely having that bag in the car or whole full, not just one set, but several changes of clothes. And I'm mm. a big um, supporter of the carry potty. I think it's a fabulous one. But if you do have one at home, you can just put it in a plastic bag from your other children perhaps um, and take it with you. But making sure that you really don't set them up for failure and um, giving them those, you know, those short travel times and the short distance by taking them for a walk just down the local street. Um, and maybe you're still, you know, occasionally um, able to get them out as soon as the, some of the, the lift, permits are, are made or lifted, I should say, with the children. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, then sort of to the local park, take the potty or don't go for too long, get them home to get them to try again. And as you start going out in the car, that's when you need to make sure that you take them literally before you walk out the door. And then when you reach the location, if you don't want to use um, outside toilets, taking the potty with you. And often you can even just sit it in the boot of the car if you have like sort of more by the four by four. Um, and you mm. can just cuddle them in the back seat and sit them there and let them go that way. That's also an emergency situation. Um, and better for them to have those sort of circumstances than them feel like they've failed and have an accident as such. But definitely yeah. um, when you go to a play date with preferably some older children can also demonstrate how well they do it. Um, and then you sort of increase your, your journeys and, and think about when you do go to some of the malls in the future, like where is the ladies bathroom or where is the father's, you know, family room so that, you know, when you get there, you can take them straight away. You know, often I quite like the ones, you know, and it's a really good tip is when you are starting off venturing out, you know, go and um, take the car to the valet of the hotels if you're going to a mall, because normally there's a nice clean bathroom. You know, we're very fortunate, you know, as you enter a hotel um, and that yeah. gives you that option of being able to take them quickly before you set off to do some shopping or even take them for a train ride or, you know, a little um, a little reward as well. That can be a nice way um, getting them to, you know, pay for their ticket and and just showing them that they're that little bit more grown up now. Um, but you yeah. can also um, taking them to sort of like uh, Abu Dhabi or you know, just give them a good month before you start venturing too far away because I think yeah. it would be a little bit too much for them. Um, and then yeah. really once they're being able to hold their bladder and showing you is a good way of, um, of knowing when they'll be able to last the distance. And I think for the rewarding as well in that time frame is by the end of the week, you could have like that getting to stay up late in the dark and have a nice dinner either at home, you can have it outside, put some candles on, or you could um, take them out when we're able to get out to a nice restaurant, their favorite restaurant with as a family and sort of celebrate and say how amazing they're doing. And you might not realize they know, but they actually do take it all in. And um, they really absorb the, the, you know, the confidence building, the acknowledgement and the recognition. 
Yeah. So that's the next stage that I kind of have to face um, as and when the, um, the situation changes. But I think those are all really valid, really good tips for people. And I think it's a kind of hand-holding stage for parents that are wanting to start the process. I think the time at home is a great time. We said that last week. Um, and then as things change, we start sort of evolving to the, the outside spaces. Now, Joe, thank you once again for joining us and supporting us and making this whole journey of being at home and being out sort of bearable with all your tips and advice and how we as parents can make the most of the time and also do something the right way the first time to not stress ourselves out, which I think is quite important. Yeah. And just, you know, really go with the flow. I think, you know, it's a nice time just to take it gradual and, um, and not rush anything, especially this introduction side of it. And if you need any further support, you know, I'm happy to come online and all they need to do is just um, to email Teresa at workshops at malac.me and we can either catch up online now um, over the next few weeks or we can catch up also in person. I often enjoy meeting them at the parks and encouraging the children, you know, to, um, to have running races with me or just sort of to, you know, venture out and understand how to do it mm. when you're out of the house yeah. as well. So there's lots of different Absolutely. options. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Joe from Malak, thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll chat to you next week. Thanks, Asa. Same to you. Bye. Bye.